From the Oklahoma Studios, this is the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Jordan. I'm here today with our other beat writers. We have Nick Sardis and Abby Bitterman. Um, if those names don't sound familiar to you, it's because they're pretty new on the beat. Um, I would not say that I am especially a veteran myself. Uh, I've just been here for a little bit over six months, but uh, let's let's get you guys introduced to uh, our two new high school writers this year who are going to be covering a bunch of the high school sports. The first, we'll start off with Nick. Nick, uh, thank you for joining the podcast today, and let's talk a little bit about, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and uh, what are you going to be covering? All right, well, I'm 22 years old, and i um, still a student at OU, and uh, I'm going to be covering softball, cross country, and football. And, uh, you know, just a little bit about myself. I went to Norman North, uh, played baseball there, and uh, just just always loved sports. Always aspired to be a, uh, a sports writer. So uh, that's what I'm doing, and um, I'm going to pass it to Abby and let her introduce herself. Yeah, I'm Abby. Uh, I'm from Elmwood Park, Illinois, which is just outside Chicago. I went to OU and covered OU uh, football and softball for the past two seasons, and now I'll be covering high school uh, football and softball. So yeah, excited to be back in Oklahoma. As I'd say, and and, not, and neither of you guys are particularly new to the Oklahoma. Nick, you've been working here for about two years now, just mainly doing stuff on the desk, writing some NFL stuff as well. Just now you're kind of transitioning into the high school role, and Abby interned here back in 2017, and so everybody's been around for a little bit, and we're... Uh, now we're all kind of getting used to our new roles as covering high school sports. Um, so we'll kind of get into transition into uh, some of the things that we want to do with this podcast. We're going to record this podcast each week. We haven't quite set a day yet, but um, today is Wednesday. Um, we're going to really talk about some of the big things that are going on in high school sports. We're going to talk about some of the biggest performances from high school football teams around the state. We're also going to talk about volleyball teams, about cross-country runners, about softball players who are big recruits, uh, everything that you want. We also want to really open this up to our fans and to our listeners. We really want to give you guys an opportunity to interact with us on the podcast. If you ever have any questions, you can tweet at all of us. Um, my Twitter handle is Cam underscore Jordan. That's J-O-U-R-D-A-N. Uh, what are your guys' Twitter handles? Uh, mine is Nick underscore Sardis, all lowercase. Uh, last name is spelled S-A-R-D-I-S. Guys, we're all really original here because mine is Abby <sighs> underscore Bitterman. Bitterman is spelled B-I-T-T-E-R-M-A-N. We must have all learned how to do social media from the same person or something. <laughs> but uh, no it's a uh, make sure you guys give us a follow on Twitter to stay up with the latest Oklahoman content uh, we have stories that post every day um, like I said this podcast is something that we want to do and we're really excited to get going get it back going again um, some of the talking points that we really wanted to talk about today though is some of the upcoming games for this week it's week two of the high school football season it's kind of already hard to believe that we're in week two of the high school football season um, we've already had a bunch of really great games across the Oklahoma City metro area in, in weeks uh, week zero and week one um, so for games of the week this week, there's plenty of them across the Oklahoma City Metro. We're going to focus on a few of them today, though. Um, from my perspective, I'm going to be at Dell City Carl Albert. Um, it's a big game for a couple of reasons. It's a big rivalry game, mid Dell rivalry game. Uh, Carl Albert is one is closing in on a a really big record. They have 11 more wins to go, but they have a chance to set the new state record for for wins. Um, but then it's also really important because they are renaming the stadium after longtime coach Gary Rose. Uh, coach Rose. Uh, was the head coach at Carl Albert for 22 years. He also was an assistant at Dell City for 21 years before he took the Carl Albert job. And what he did at Carl Albert was tremendous. He had 10 state titles, and he won 10 state titles without ever having an undefeated season. He lost at least one game every year that he was a coach at Carl Albert. Uh, we're going to have a pretty big piece about him in Friday's uh, paper. Uh, make sure you guys will check that out as well. It's going to be on Oklahoman.com. 
Uh, but that's one of the better games in the area. Uh, there's star players from each team. From Carl Albert, you have quarterback, uh, junior quarterback Ben Harris. He hasn't lost a game as a starter. He's 29-0. and He's won two state titles his first two years. Um, Coach Mike Corley just raves about Ben and how great of a quarterback he's been, what he's able to do for that team, and how under control he is. And, and Nick, I know, you got, I know you covered Carl Albert's game last week against Midwest City. What did you see from uh, Ben a little bit that you kind of made stood out to you? Well, his running ability, definitely. I did not know that he was uh, – you know that mobile um he scored uh, i know a 19 yard touchdown and i mean he uh i mean he looked really good so yeah and then also for carl albert you have there's star players all over on the defensive side you have reese collier rico windham who also plays on offense rico is a tulsa commit and then you have Javion hunt who's the son of a former oklahoma player jay hunt uh, he's the running back he's a junior he is prime for a big year um, he had a really big game last year if, if you miss nick's piece on it it's on the oklahoma.com he wrote a big story last game, last game yep is about his last game he had a really big game uh, his last game in the first one of the year and then uh headed over to abby abby what game are you gonna be covering this week uh i'll be at um norman at deer creek uh up in edmond um there i guess some players to watch would be uh deer creek's tyler travis he had a really big game uh last week he ran for uh, 269 yards and scored three touchdowns and then also uh, at, over on the Norman side Cade Horton, Ben Sparks and Cole Thompson are always um, big players to watch for Norman. I was about to say Norman is Norman is pretty loaded they have uh, like those three you kind of mentioned I mean uh, Cade is committed to OU for for football and baseball but he may not even get to OU because he is such a great baseball player he could get drafted and decide to go to the league and then like you said yeah Ben Sparks on the offensive line who's an SMU commit um, he was on our Super 30 list for the Oklahoma's top high school recruits. And then, again, Cole Thompson, Oklahoma State committed linebacker. I mean, Norman is just loaded across the field. But you also mentioned Tyler Travis, and he's really interesting. Um, he's at his his third school in third years. He was last year at Edmond Santa Fe, and he really stood out in his first game for Deer Creek. And it's really interesting to see what he's going to be able to do the rest of the season as well. And then for Nick, Nick, what uh, what games are you heading to this week? I'm going to be covering the Washington Purcell game, and a pretty interesting game there. Washington's coming off a big win over Hobart. And uh, they have a really good running back in Lance Spalding. He scored three touchdowns last week. He only had eight carries, but he had three touchdowns. And uh, another player to watch for them is Logan Lyle, who is a uh, a, a really good offensive and defensive lineman. And uh, for Purcell, uh, Addison Love is probably their top player on offense. He's uh, he's their running back, and um, he's he's coming off a pretty good week. And um, Purcell actually last week beat Lindsay in their first game at Conger Field. So uh, I'd say I know they renovated Conger Field. It was 81 years old, and they decided to renovate it this year. It's a fantastic looking facility, and they opened it up with a victory there. So yep. Let's talk a little bit about some games uh, last week. Uh, I want to start with uh, Putnam North and Putnam City game. Um, Abby wrote a story in today's Oklahoma and today about that. Uh, there were so many people at the Putnam North Stadium opening game that they had to shut the gates. Tell us a little more about that. Yeah. Um, so all the Putnam uh, City schools have been uh, basically for all of their histories playing at one field and now this season Putnam North and Putnam West both have their own stadiums for the first time and this was Putnam North's first home varsity football game on its own campus um, and so some alumni from uh, Putnam North wanted to um, really have a good showing uh get back together and go uh, go out and show their support for the team in the first game and so yeah they had a uh, the athletic director there told me that capacity for that stadium is about uh, 3500 
and they had a capacity crowd. So a really big turnout at um, the Putnam uh, Putnam North game, and they're hoping that um, there's a similar showing this Friday when Putnam North heads over to Putnam West for their home opener. I would probably guess that at a game like that, especially being a, a rivalry game like that, you would think that there's going to be somewhat of a similar turnout over there as well. I think it'll be re- inter- really interesting to see how that turns out. Uh, I think, and Nick and I were out at some games last Friday. Like I said, Abby's Abby's first day was Monday, so we're still kind of throwing her in the ringer and everything. Uh, for Nick, like I said, he was over he was over at Carl Albert Midwest City. I got to watch those couple of teams uh, tangle. What, what were some of the biggest things that stood out to you from that game? Watching those two, watching those two rivals go at it. Uh, well, Carl Albert, they're just they're a physical football team. They really are, um, with, especially with Javion Hunt now. He's a much more physical back than uh, Daydrian Taylor, who was their star running back last year. And um, you know, one thing they would do, they would put him in the wildcat formation in a lot of uh, third down situations, and they were really successful doing that. And, uh, I mean, it was a shutout. They won 31 to nothing, so their defense was just, I mean, pretty much smothering the Midwest City offense the entire game. Yeah, and I was at Dell City McGinnis, which came down to a, a last, really a 14 seconds to go, a touchdown. Dell City scored a touchdown to take the lead on McGinnis and win the game. Um, a couple of things that stuck to me from that game was just how efficient Dell City was running the ball in the second half, and that's something that I'll be looking for this Friday when they head to Carl Albert because kind of like Nick said, Carl Albert's defense is it's legit. I mean, they're one of the top defenses not only in the state but probably across the country. That's how good Carl Albert is. They've just they've built a dynasty there, but they're going to have to have a really t- tough time stopping Dell City's run game because there's just so many different people who can run the ball effectively with that offense. But another thing that I saw, I was also at Heritage Hall and Millwood's game on Thursday. Millwood lost its three-headed uh, three-headed monster from last year, and they're going to have a big time adjusting. They're still kind of searching for a quarterback because quarterback last week got banged up. A couple of running backs last week got banged up, but Heritage Hall still looks really strong, even though they had a not ex- kind of a first game. You have a little bit of sloppy play, but I want to ask you. I want to ask you guys this: kind of kind of looking ahead, we talked about some of the other sports we're going to cover. Just overall, now that now that you guys are kind of getting settled into the high school season, what are some things for either of you that are kind of excite you most about? about high school football or just kind of this upcoming year what are you most excited about covering what are you most excited about writing about what are you most excited to share with our uh, with our readers ladies first so <laughs> we'll go with abby <laughs> um i think that i mean i played uh three sports in high school and i um i just remember it was always such a great it was always such a great atmosphere um watching my friends play football on friday nights and so I guess just to kind of um, be back in that atmosphere where things aren't um, as necessarily clean and polished as they are um, in college and professional sports, um, and just to just to see uh, kids kind of playing uh, just games that they love, just for the fact that they love them, and just maybe to see if they can get to the next level. Um, I think it's uh, a really pure form of playing playing sports so just for the love of the game so I'm excited to to see some of that and to write some stories about it well for me I've been working on the sports desk for the uh, last two years so I've been um, you know working on the desk Friday night so I haven't really been able to attend a lot of high school football games these last two years so that's I mean that's the most the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is just attending these games I mean they're just they're very exciting and um, you know I've always attended them and uh, I'm just looking forward to it so I definitely say from my perspective, and I think I think you both kind of hit on it. Is the aspect of Friday Night Lights is just so unique in the state. Um, it's really cool to be able to just go out to a game and enjoy it. Even from our perspective, as 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 journalists, getting to go to that go to those games is really interesting. 
But I, also something that I really enjoy getting to do, and and we try to really express this with our writing is how, is how much we enjoy working with these athletes, um, getting to meet all getting to meet all the athletes, getting to talk with them about their their great performances and their great games and their recruiting. That's something that's really unique that we hope that we're expressing to you with our coverage, and we hope we can continue to improve on that. Kind of looking ahead, um, Nick, I know you I know you're working on a softball piece for tomorrow. Uh, what are uh, what are some of the things that you're writing about, and what what is the story that you're working on for tomorrow? I'm writing about Mackenzie Wagner, who is a uh, pitcher for Newcastle, and I mean she's she's the most dominant pitcher in the state. Last year she threw six no hitters, and she only allowed one run in the entire regular season. So um, very impressive. She's having another great year. She's ten and zero. And, um, yeah, I mean, she's just a, a really special player. She's committed to Liberty University in Virginia. And, uh, yeah, she's just phenomenal. Do you think you'd be able to get a hit off of her? I think I would, yes. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Abby? Do you think you could get a hit off of her? Um, I mean, yeah, I played for a long time, so I, I would, think so. I would swing and miss. I never played <laughs> baseball, never. I played slow-pitch softball this year, and everybody who played on my team, they saw I'm not the best swinger of the ball. I just i'll admit that right now but i know uh, from my perspective uh kind of like we said for friday working on a big piece about gary rose hope you guys check that out at the oklahoman.com as well as in print and then abby we've been waiting the whole time for this what are you working on well as you have alluded to it is my third day on the job so Yeah, and this is one thing that I'll say for all of us is we can't cover high school sports without fans' help, without coaches' help, without the players' help. If you guys have a story idea, make sure you tweet at us. Make sure you, especially for the podcast as we get going here and get the podcast back going, make sure you guys tweet your questions at us, what to talk about. Starting next week, we'll definitely start getting some fan questions in here and talking a little bit about some more performances and whatnot. But um, you guys have anything else? Not no. Like I said, it's uh, getting the the Oklahoma's Varsity podcast back up and back going. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tune in next week for the next episode. We're going to be doing this once a week. Make sure you can follow all of our coverage on Oklahoma.com.